0: I will make a, a couple of comments because he was going to, no doubt, talk about <clears throat> our God, and uh, even the applications of how we view our God. And I was thinking the other day, and I'm just going to keep my eyes on the screen to see if Bill jumps on, and if uh, if anybody else. He said uh, they lost the inter- internet connection in their building. Maybe uh, we'll just even say, you know, it was before. Before we jumped on, I was thinking this phrase, and this is, I mean, the Lord knows I'm not making this up. Uh, in fact, I wrote it down. Let me write it. So I, was, I thought it would be a good thing for us to, as a theme in prayer, uh, unity in spiritual warfare. Unity in spiritual warfare. So uh, it could be that even our adversary is not happy with what Bill was going to say. And we've seen this happen before, and uh, we are in spiritual warfare And as a result, let's be unified. Uh, Let's take the gospel that we know, that is, um, there's no other name given among men whereby we are to be saved. There's only one truth, and that's God's truth. We can be, we can have differences of of opinion. Uh, Unity does not mean unanimity, but it does mean rallying around the core of our faith. So we may have different preferences, but we can be unified in spiritual warfare. And uh, even as we press forward on this Monday morning, and uh, what I was headed to is uh, I was, and I don't remember who it was that was praying. Um, somebody was praying and got me thinking about this. Uh, and Bill just texted me. He said it is down, the internet is down in the whole building. So, um and there's about five stories to their building, so uh, we will we will see. He may he may try to jump on his phone. We'll see uh, what happens here if um, somebody sees uh, uh, somebody with a, an aqueduct in the background that's <laughs> waving. Um, you'll know it's Bill. But uh, as we were, as somebody was as somebody was praying, I got thinking about. How often we have a misunderstanding of who our God is based on, and I, I base well, i just back up. We just passed through Mother's Day, um, and, um, I have a godly mom, um, and mom and dad are still living, um, they are somewhat frail, but still living, and, um, and still, still moving forward with great zeal, okay? They are very energetic, and, um... And so I have a godly mom who set a godly example. My dad is a godly dad. And yet in pastoral ministry, specifically youth pastoral ministry, I often ran across people who did not have that. They had a poor example of a dad or a poor example of a mom, even an ungodly example of parents. And sometimes that colored the way they look at God. And uh, even to the point of having a negative um, reaction when they hear God the Father mentioned because of the ill effects of their earthly father. And so with that, I started a list, and this is an incomplete list. Uh, You may resonate with this list, but um, sometimes we view God as a crutch. And that is he's only useful when we need him for strength. Sometimes we view God as a clinic. And we go to him to get bandaged up when we fall. Sometimes we view God, sometimes we view God as a charm. We keep him nearby to make everything go well. Sometimes we view God as a cheapskate. And we just beg him to get enough, just to get by. Sometimes we view God as a counselor, which he is, but if he's only a counselor, then we only go to him for direction when we are unsure. And sometimes we view God as a critic, never satisfied, always negative. And then I also had my son just graduated in criminal, criminal justice undergrad degree, and uh, he wants to be a cop. And uh, so I had the, the last C as cop, but I know that all cultures don't understand what cop is. We'll say police officer or constable, but that one is uh, sometimes we view as a cop as maybe always hiding, waiting to catch us speeding. <laughs> so, um, we, uh, we have a, but we don't have those, none of those things. Uh, well, yes, I mean, God is a crutch. <clears throat> There's elements of truth in all of these things. <clears throat> and uh, we can rejoice that when we're weak, he is strong. And we're glad that when we fall, we can go to him to get bandaged up. Um, but we don't have to look at him as being a cheapskate. He is the king of kings, owns the wealth in every mine, um, the cattle on a thousand hills. And we're glad that he is a counselor. And to a degree, we're glad for the critique he makes of our lives. Um, That's not his prime job, but we know we have scripture and we have uh, a line um, that um, divides wrong from right. So we do want his critique of our lives, so um, so with that, I couldn't help but think of, uh, and I don't remember. Seems like even somebody was in Acts chapter four here recently, um, as we were as we were considering Acts chapter four. There's a passage; it's one of my favorite passages, and I'm zipping there um, because Peter and John uh, were just released from prison, and, and Acts chapter four and verse twenty three says when they were released, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. So they started off not with begging God and not with viewing God as a crutch and all these things. They just went to him as the sovereign of the universe, the king of kings. That was their default. They didn't cower under God. They rejoiced in the fact that they could go to their God. So even as we're thinking today of spiritual warfare, and um, this was actually uh, even just uh, this morning I was thinking of unity in spiritual warfare. Could we be mindful that as we pray this morning, we are going to the Lord with delight. He is eager to have us come. He loves to have us come before him. Um, and, um, And as we do so, we also have to be mindful that this is not a playground. This is a battleground. It's a battlefield, if you will, and uh, we have an adversary who is roaming as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, and uh, as we are laboring together in prayer, we are laboring together in spiritual warfare with a God who is the King of Kings, and uh, He loves to have us come to Him. Indeed, He is our Abba Father. So um, maybe even today, as we pray, if there is an attribute of God that you can you can echo, um, even from Acts chapter four, uh, the God of the sovereign, God of the universe, you can say, "Thank you, God, for your omniscience. Thank you, God, for your omnipresence. Thank you, God, for your mercy that is new every morning." You could go; we could we could spend days praying the attributes of God. So um, uh, let's enjoy doing this, knowing that as we're doing this, we are doing spiritual warfare. Knowing that we are actually pushing back the darkness, if you will, and the light of the glorious Holy Spirit can shine on hearts. And uh, I was thinking of all the people that we pray for regarding salvation. Let's be praying spiritual warfare prayers today, praying against our adversary.